Hello, and welcome back to Across the States, the premier state policy podcast, courtesy of the American Legislative Exchange Council. It's good to have you back. I'm your host, Matt Fisher, here today to discuss the issue of the foster system and the need to help America's children. Our two good friends of the American Legislative Exchange Council, two good friends of ALEC, Rebecca Masterson, Chief Counsel of Gen Justice, an organization committed to helping foster children, and State Senator Nancy Bartow of Arizona. Senator Bartow, Rebecca, thanks for joining us here and across the states. How are you guys doing today? Great. Thanks for having us. Matt, it's so nice to be here. Thank you for inviting us to do this. Hey, the honor is all mine. Now, let's kick things off by first just discussing, you know, obviously the foster care system is one of those issues that's incredibly important, especially in light of the fact we are raising the future. But it's an essential role of government, but also of charities that support the youth. But I mean, there are half a million children in foster care in the U.S. That's pretty close to the population of Wyoming. So I want to start off by asking you both, first going to you, Rebecca, what caused you to engage in this issue? What raised your attention and awareness and desire to help tackle this issue? What led you to join Gen Justice and what's its mission? Matt, that is a great question. Thank you again for inviting us and for leading us off with that. What brought us to this particular issue is that Gen Justice is actually laser focused on foster care and the child protection system. It's what we do. We are aware of the pitfalls and the cracks and and the many broken aspects of foster care. And so what we do is we design policy to reform, improve the system and better protect the children. And I will tell you that even though we are laser focused on this issue, I was surprised by the amount of children who go missing from our nation's foster care system. And that number is about 20,000 kids a year. And it is just a tremendous amount. And that surprised me. So I have to assume it surprises most people who don't spend their days delving into the problems in our child protective system. So when I found that number, I really couldn't help but be motivated to do something about it, especially when I found out that we're not actually doing what we should be doing to find these children. So once we here at Gen Justice identified the problem, I, of course, approached our friend and sponsor, Nancy Bartow, because she has in Arizona led the charge for these vulnerable children. And she has a very strong record of doing what needs to be done for Arizona's vulnerable population, especially kids. So that's what brought us to it. And that's how Senator Bartow got involved. And as always, she heard the same numbers I did, 100,000 children missing in the last five years and was eager to help. It's an unbelievable statistic. It's unbelievable. And what led you, Senator Bartow, to pursue this topic? Because obviously, It's one that I think every lawmaker at least should be aware of, but you've gone the extra mile beyond to help tackle this crisis. What led you to this issue? Well, you know, you always hear about missing children and that type of issue being associated with foster children, but I was frankly shocked to learn that 20,000 kids go missing every year. And obviously it's fueling the sex trafficking trade and Arizona is a prime state for this problem. So I felt like this is something we definitely needed to address. So I was glad to learn more and and have the assistance of Jen Justice. Rebecca and her team is just awesome at finding where those loopholes are in state law that can be fixed. And so that's what this bill does. It addresses those loopholes because we're really not even looking for these children. So it was a a great opportunity to move these policies forward in Arizona. And, you know, speaking of these policies, you know, obviously you come from a state, as you mentioned, where this is a big issue. I'm from a state of Ohio where I know Toledo is one of the biggest hotspots of the human trafficking operation, the foster care 
system incredibly important. There are heroes in the system who are taking care of children, but they need more support. What are some of the policies that you guys are implementing in Arizona? What are the policies you guys are pursuing and what does it do to help rectify these problems? There are three major provisions and they're all very common sense. Number one is reporting. Like I said, they're not even looking for these children. So reporting a missing child within a shorter time frame is key and crucial to actually finding them. And it requires the Child Protection Agency in our state, DCS, to report a missing foster child to law enforcement and the NCMEC within two hours And it requires law enforcement to enter the child's information into those state and national missing persons databases within that same time frame. So, you know, starting with that, second thing it does, which is also extremely common sense, and it's amazing we don't already do this, but it's the photo piece. It puts in place a free state photo ID for all children in foster care. So it makes especially photo IDs for children in group homes mandatory. We need recent photos and a dependable way to get those photos if a child is missing. And the state ID provides for both a photo and a digital archive at the DMV that can be shared with state and national missing persons databases with the click of a button and very quickly. So it's something that we kind of take for granted. You know, as parents, you, you're you always taking pictures of your kids, but foster children are not in that situation. And so it's critical for the state to fill that gap. They are the surrogate parent, and they need to make sure that they have a, an updated photo representation of that child so that law enforcement has something to go on and can respond quickly. And the third provision of the bill is just as important. It keeps the missing child's court case open so that they keep looking. They start looking and they keep looking until that child is identified. So to recap the three portions of this, reporting is essential. Make sure a two-hour maximum for reporting a missing child, free photo IDs for all children in the foster care system to make sure there's an updated picture, they know who they're looking for, and keep the child court cases open. Three really innovative policies to you know help children I want to throw it back over to uh, you, Rebecca. You've worked with law enforcement before on this issue. And I think that all three of these policies here that Senator Barto talked about directly deal with law enforcement and protecting children. From your experience with law enforcement, what has been your experience in how you approach this topic? How did law enforcement play into this subject overall? Well, I'll tell you. What we did when we first identified this problem is I went to law enforcement, and as Senator Barto mentioned, Arizona is unfortunately a state with a child sexual trafficking issue, as are unfortunately most states in our country. And so I went to law enforcement and the specific people in the trafficking departments and said, what do you need, right? Because what we do know is if you look at any recent sting, FBI or state, of child sex trafficking rings, what you're going to find is 65 to 95% of those kids are from foster care. So I went to the, the law enforcement, the police, and I said, what do you need from us? And the answer was so simple. They said, we need a picture. Just as exactly as Senator Bartow said, we don't have pictures of these kids. The majority of these kids live in group homes and they don't have a friend or a family member who's taking pictures. These kids don't have cell phones. 
So that's when in our collaboration with Senator Barto, we said, we can fix this, right? We can fix this. Law enforcement needs a picture. We can get them a picture and we can do it effectively and efficiently and easily with the constructs of a frame that every single state has, which is a state identification card. So law enforcement was really supportive. I would think in Arizona, they were even a little bit excited that, you know, you can't find a kid if you don't know what they look like. So this was unbelievably helpful. Uh, No doubt, you know, Senator Barto, this seems like a policy that would get wide bipartisan support. I mean, obviously, save the children's a pretty good campaign slogan for any election. But what was your experience like in Arizona when it came to pushing these policies in the state house? And, you know, what have you heard from elsewhere? Like, what's the overall reaction from your colleagues and elsewhere about addressing this issue and these three policy ideas? Well, it was a similar reaction we got in the task force at Alec was like, this is a no-brainer. It makes so much sense. I can't believe that Arizona didn't already have these policies. And I wonder if my state does in place because they just are so common sense. I think every state is concerned about this issue and making sure that their foster agency is doing right by their children in care. In Arizona, we had like you said, who's going who's gonna to fight this type of policy? But my colleagues jumped on board very quickly. There were some questions about maybe cost with having it paid by the state in terms of the photo ID, but that's a de minimis cost. And so that was easily overcome. So we had wide bipartisan support. It was unanimous, in fact, and pretty easy to get through once we just stated the case and what's not happening in the state of Arizona on behalf of these kids and finding them if they go missing. Absolutely. You know, it's inspiring to hear that both parties can at least still agree that we should be protecting kids from child trafficking, but also make sure the foster care system supports those parents and supports those children who deserve a future and deserve to have a chance to pursue their dreams in a stable environment. Rebecca, I'll come back to you for this uh, next question. Obviously in Arizona, as Senator Barto just said, there is a lot of traction to get this stuff through. But is this something we're seeing in all the states? Like, And obviously, as we mentioned just earlier, the flaws of the foster care system extends across the country. It's a necessary, it's a good but flawed system. But also, what are the hiccups we're seeing there? What are some of the common problems we're seeing across the country? And also, what are some of the legislative hurdles or problems to get these reforms passed that we're seeing beyond just Arizona? What are some of the things that our lawmakers are listening right now, our fans of the show, what should they know about that are getting in the way that would be helpful for them to know and to act on. I'm going to tell you that what they need to know about is just the nature of the problem. I've probably said this a thousand times since I've started at Gen Justice, which is about four and a half years ago now. It's not that people don't care. It's that they don't know. And nobody mm. knows that these children are missing from foster care. And I hate to throw, um, you asked if other states could use this legislation and I was so grateful to be able to present again at ALEC because it is now model legislation for ALEC. And yes, every other state could use this legislation. There are missing foster kids and failures to report and failures to follow protocol in every single state in our nation. And I hate to throw Missouri under the bus. I'm a big fan of Missouri. I'm from the big Midwest, but the most recent reporting that I've seen was Missouri. And that was late last year. The federal office of the inspector general did a report. And just in that case, it shows that half of the cases of their missing children from foster care were not reported. They weren't reported to law enforcement and they were not reported to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. 
And I don't mean to call out Missouri because I'm very aware that the problem is in every single state. So it was exciting. It was energetic at ALEC because after the presentation, there were several lawmakers in that room from several states who approached us and said, how can we help? And luckily, thanks to Senator Bartow, we now have unanimously adopted model legislation at ALEC which is available for any state. And Gen Justice is here and can offer resources and support to any lawmaker in any state who wants to help these kids. Senator Bartow, anything you want to add to that, like some of the issues that you've seen beyond just, I mean, obviously there's been bipartisan support in your state, but there are any things you've observed that have been roadblocks to getting stuff through? Anything you've noticed in the legislative process that's given you cause for concern that needs to be addressed or brought to light? Well, I think it's an attitude. That's the only thing I would add to the conversation about this and hesitance to look at this because there have been excuses made in the agency about missing children. Oh, they've run away or, you know, some other excuse. And that's why we're not doing A, B, C, or D on their behalf. And this really holds them accountable. I think, you know, it's a first step in making sure that we're doing all we can for these kids because we know this problem of sexual exploitation and trafficking is not going away. It's getting bigger. And foster care agencies are a huge part of the solution. Absolutely. So for those who want to get involved after hearing today's podcast, I want to get involved, <laughs> at least be able to help push these reforms and want it to help children, to help the system overall grow and expand and to be more secure. Rebecca, for those who are interested in working for Gen Justice or getting involved, what can they do? Who can they reach out to? Our website is the first place to start. It's gengenjustice.org. We are active on just about all social media platforms. And I am also available, Rebecca at genjustice.org. So genjustice.org, G-E-N-J-U-S-T-I-C-E.org. That's it. And also, Senator Barta, as a lawmaker, what can our listeners do to help encourage their own representatives and senators to get involved? Well, I would definitely start with the model legislation that we pass. And if people would like to contact me, they can do that. They can contact me at nbarto at azledge.gov. I'll be happy to help them. And I know Rebecca will jump on board if they want to move forward in their states or find out more. Awesome. Well, thank you both for joining us today on Across the States. It's been a pleasure, both of you, Rebecca and Senator Barto. The honor has been all mine. Thank you for what you guys are doing and the work you do. It's been a pleasure to have you on. Thank you so much. And thank you to Alec for having us. Thank you so much. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in to another episode of Across the States. And be sure to join us again next time for more of the Premier State Policy Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Fisher, and I'll see you all later. Thank you for listening to Across the States, the leading state-focused policy podcast presented by the American Legislative Exchange Council, the premier free market organization of and for legislators. To learn more about our work or to make a tax-deductible donation, visit alec.org. Tell us what you think on Facebook and Twitter at Alec States. The views and opinions expressed on Across the States are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the American Legislative Exchange Council.